this is All Talk Global and you're listening to Warren Beckwith and back with me today is Catherine Tui, a renowned hypnotherapist and performance coach who is operating worldwide via Zoom, WhatsApp and welcome back today. Good to see you again, Catherine. Just to catch up on where we were and where we left off, mental health and I think I put it in the last uh, time we spoke is about setting the reset button. Um, but we all need that little bit of help. And I think with hypnosis, that you can bring that to the table to a lot of people. And I think it's in the way that we express things. And you, you know, I don't know whether some people may out there have, who are listening to this, have, if you closed your eyes when you listen to the momentary bit about the lemon, how it affected yourself. And if you are sitting in your garden or sitting in your bath or sitting in your bedroom, um, we should try that one again, actually. Just just go through the, the lemon. I, and I want anybody listening to this, please close your eyes and just listen to Catherine for a minute. Catherine, welcome back. Hi, Warren. Thank you for having me back. Okay, so the lemon. Just, if you close your eyes and just hold out your hand, and I'm doing this now myself, and just imagine a lemon in that hand. You can notice the texture of the skin. Notice the temperature, coolness against your hand. And then just imagine now that I've taken that lemon and I've cut it in half. You half back, so now it is halved. And you take that lemon and you take a bite. And notice how your begins to fill up with saliva ready to taste that lemon. You have that physical reaction to your own imagination. And that is one of the things that I find just so incredible about hypnosis that our own imagination creates this physical reaction and change within us within our internal environment so yeah so you 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 were just saying there you it's how we feel in our natural environment and we can hear um the the brain is an incredibly powerful tool and i, and I think you, to underestimate how powerful if you think about you know, the amount of the, the different um, hormone uh, reactions, you know, the, the different chemicals our brains produce is absolutely, it's unbelievable. I mean, I, I, I'm not an expert in all of that side of things. I'm learning all of the time, but if you think, if you consider how our brains know to produce um, the right amount of adrenaline, um, cortisol, the stress hormone, sometimes that one in particular can be out of whack. And we can use hypnosis and hypnotherapy to create an environment where we can reduce that production of cortisol. And it's my firm belief that stress, too much stress within the body, is the source of all disease. And our modern Western lifestyles, and I think having been through what we've all been through with COVID-19, we've had a chance to hit the pause button, take a step back and review. I think a lot of people can see that perhaps our modern Western society and the way that we live our lifestyles, it's, it's not conducive to living the most well-balanced life for ourselves. It does create a lot of stress not just for us, but for our external environment. And I think this is going off on a slight tangent, but I think anyone who's been through that um, situation and just gone back to the way life was, who hasn't used that opportunity to review and reflect and maybe implement some changes, I, I feel like they've missed a trick. I um, I totally agree, and I think that there's a I, I believe that out of this that there's a lot of people who will reevaluate life as to what is really important 
about their life and the way that we do things being sort of semi-locked up and confined um, just spending a bit more time where you're not people you know some people spend an hour a day just sitting in the car traveling I mean on the island you don't really probably get that so much but here in the UK it probably wouldn't be or anywhere else in the world it wouldn't be you know out the question for a lot of people to drive an hour to work and driving a car is something that we do subconsciously we don't even really sort of think about it but we we drive a car um, and again it's the power of the of the subconscious um, that, that is, is that has an incredible um, ability and I and one of the things that I think even for me and I'm not sure if you correct me if I'm wrong because I think that the brain is unbelievable in the power that it has if you think that you know it's controlling what our body is doing whether or what our heart's beating what our um, you know it controls our functions and, it, and it's essential that we have this control or uh, that these things are done without us actually really thinking about it um, you know because it's all happening and that's the idea of for me I see the idea of the the subconscious and, and if you talk to yourself positively every day um, because we can be our own worst critics and we're all self-inflicted so um, and if people take that I mean I take that view now that we are all self-inflicted because we have to take responsibility of every issue or problem that's ever happened that we're dealing with because we were there. How we deal with that is, is um, which is where, you know, having um, that confidence, that's something, that trigger point, because I will move on to trigger points in a, in, a, in, a, in a minute, but having that confidence in to be able to go, and a lot of the time it's a simple word to say, no, I'm not doing that coming out of lockdown or being you know that we've had with COVID I think it's taken a lot a lot of people never got the opportunity to be able to say no and potentially they've said no I'm not getting on the train today suddenly they've had a lot more time to think and hopefully the majority of people have actually taken a step back and actually thought let's put things into perspective what's important for us people weren't driving anywhere so what's important? Is the car as important as it was before? I've got a feeling that things like that, as now people are, hmm, is it you know, is it important that you have a, you want to get on a plane and go on holiday somewhere? You know, do we have we neglected certain things? It's like you're having to pay for things to be to happen for you, whereas actually we can make a lot a lot of things happen in our own mind our own desires is, is all happening in our own mind so I think that the, the question what I probably should have asked you is that um, it's the power of the subconscious you know that we're we're working on here yes and you know if there are ever people thinking well what actually is it what is this hypnosis thing exactly that it's communicating with our unconscious our subconscious and the part of you that you are not actually physically consciously controlling so you are right now controlling um, your um, thoughts about what questions you might ask me next and um, but your unconscious is regulating your body temperature and your unconscious is responsible for you producing the exact um, enzymes you need to perhaps digest the lunch you might have had before we started this podcast. Your unconscious is controlling everything. Your unconscious's job is to keep you alive. And your unconscious always wants the best for you. And so when people have those concerns, sometimes people might have a concern about, oh, I'm not going to, what um, what happens if I end up telling you something that I'm not comfortable sharing, you know. Number one, I would never, I, I often work content-free with people, so they might be processing something, 
they don't have to tell me what it is that they are that their unconscious has thrown up at them they might not even be aware themselves but they will be aware that they're letting the negative emotion go and the other thing is oh what if you make me do this what if you i hypnotized my friend over lunch last saturday right so we're very lucky on the isle of man that lockdown is is non-existent now we don't have social distancing because we're covid free we're very lucky so i went for why didn't you just say to them i left my purse at home (laughs) i should have done well i went for lunch with my friend and i hypnotized her at the table and um just gave her some positive suggestions for something that she wanted it took like two minutes pay the bill (laughs) (laughs) i should have done that one and her dad was picking us up to give us a lift home. And he played a joke on it. He said, oh, but what you didn't realize was that um, I, I arrived early and I saw you dancing on the tables. And she was like, what, what did I? You know, so sometimes people have these concerns. It was just having a, a laugh at it. But your unconscious would never allow you to do something that's um, opposed to your own beliefs and it's not for the benefit of you so if i was to seed a suggestion or give a, a suggestion that was not in alignment with your morals you'd simply reject it or come out of hypnosis so it can only ever work for your benefit what tends to happen is if someone's going through um a problem so I won't go too much into it now, we might do that on another time, but my problem when I first went for hypnotherapy was that I had terrible irritable bowel syndrome, really, really bad IBS, upset stomachs all of the time, just couldn't digest my food, felt um, really tired, um, almost like had acid in my stomach all of the time. Um, and then what my, I had excellent hypnotherapists, what they did with me was they, they showed me how actually that was my unconscious's way of showing me something was wrong. My body was literally giving me a physical symptom to go, Catherine, hello, listen, something in your life has to change. And I, all my life I, I changed career um, I left a marriage that was not right for me I yeah I, I, I grew in confidence and I always say that it was like um, it was like picking a thread on a woolen jumper and as soon as you like pick it the whole thing just unraveled and my life transformed it was amazing I mean, would, I mean, I, I can sort of relate. I can relate to um, a lot of that, and I think that one of the things I'd, I'd say to you is that, um, again, so many of us are, I believe, and, and will say this: a lot of us spend our lives living, um, convincing ourselves that the uncomfortable is comfortable. But of course, we're living in fear and of not being able to get out of it because we're fear of the fear is of change. Um, the fear is that how am I going to do this? What am I going to do this? You know, and actually, the, the fact is that you're uncomfortable, and and it stirs up other problems. A bit like being unhappy in work, you know, where you actually don't even want to get up in the morning to go to work, where you're actually feeling physically sick. And if I read in between the lines of what you're saying, it's almost like well, the the fear of not being happy that things or you know just using it as a general analogy was causing you to have irritable bowels was causing you to have your body's actually tied up like a knot and actually it's not it's not functioning and again I think for me it's saying to you we we all can get ourselves so wrapped up in things and we need people professional people like you to be able to help us unravel that knot and for me it's a bit like um, we don't actually 100% know what the actual problem maybe is or, or what is we, we know it's there but maybe we don't want to, want to spit it out but you unpick a knot of a jumper and suddenly the, the woolen jumper all 
comes apart and it's like oh actually it's just trying to find that trigger point to what it is to have the confidence to undo it because over an element of time and I think this happens a lot of people with their own relationships is that so much pent-up frustration of not being able to communicate between you and your partner whether it's a business partner whether it's a, your, your, your wife or, or whatever you know so much pent-up frustration tears you up in knots or not being heard at work not being listened to and um and, and i think that this this is where that help of hypnosis of, of giving us that trigger point to to go no i'm not standing you know just it's that confidence that courage that boost to think that actually why am i allowing myself to be belittled definitely one of the things i think it was in the previous podcast we touched on a little bit was acting um so there's a couple of things i meant to say about that i listened to um hugh jackman just recorded a podcast with tim ferris on the tim ferris show i'm a big uh, fan of podcasts and a big fan of tim ferris's work and one of the things that hugh jackman said and it made such sense was you know if we want to be, I can't, I'm summarizing his words, but basically, you know, a golfer will have a golf coach. Um, if you want to learn to sing, you have a singing teacher. Um, so many of us, we, we think we can do the mindset bit ourselves. And you talked a bit about having the confidence to reach out for help. Sometimes it might not even just be about reaching out for help. It's just going, I know that there's more to this mindset stuff than I probably know or I know that, that there are things going on within me um, things you know maybe from my past that I'm carrying around with me and I know that with the right coaching and the right direction I could feel better or maybe change my outlook about some things so you know the fact that we pay coaches, you know, we might pay a personal trainer to help us get our body in the way that we want it to look. You know, to have that approach to our mind makes perfect sense to me. And, you know, we should all take that opportunity. If it's an, if it's something that you want to do, it's for me, it's like the ultimate investment in yourself. I, I, uh, I can relate to that. And I think a lot of people many people out there misunderstand the fact of actually employing a professional person into their lives and they, they it, it's you don't get a basketball team manager to manage a football team he, he may actually have the right mindsets but actually he manages the football team because he's watching how it works but he's used to managing a, a basketball team a two different two different sports and if you want to be a professional golfer and you want to have that mindset, then you need the mindset of somebody who probably has been a golfer. And sometimes the people who aren't the best at what they, they could be, for instance, they might have not have been a professional golfer, but actually may have studied in a different field, but actually they can see the problem or they can see the solution better than you can. And that, to me, is if you seek advice, get advice from the right person, not from your mate down the pub, not from your barber. Don't go to your dentist and talk about, you know, you, 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 you've got a hair problem and you, try, you need a trichologist. Get professional advice, and, and that's with hypnotherapy. There are people out there who call themselves hypnotherapists, and I must admit, you, you, we touched on something earlier on. It's about creating that client uh, rapport. Couldn't have just gone to see somebody whom um, I hadn't built a bit of a rapport with, because I need to feel confident and relaxed and comfortable with the person that I'm actually going to have a conversation with, whom potentially I'm allowing them to. To, um, meddle with my mind if you want to say but again not that it will allow us to do anything that we that we shouldn't do but it was unlocking those confidence bits definitely um 
the the other thing I was going to say was with you. I I always talk about clients have to be ready, and I hope you don't mind me saying when when you first make contact with me, you make contact and then you waited a little bit. You weren't in the right place when you first made that contact. It just took you that little bit of time, and I think there might have been a lot of hypnotherapists think oh well they're not interested they're not that they're, they're not going to make any of these changes because you know they don't seem that bothered whereas I just know that people are either ready or not ready yet I don't believe that anyone you know can't be hypnotized they can't be hypnotized if they don't want to be hypnotized so perhaps they're just not ready yet it's interesting actually and i'm great that you can use me as a as a as a subject for that and i do you know what that's actually a really valid point for anybody out there that's actually um considering hypnosis it's a really fantastic um service to actually have and to use but i had to be ready and you're right and i think it was maybe in it was, it was obviously in the way that you approached it with me i think that we're sometimes we're we're all very much into, oh, I want to go and get a quick fix. But actually, I wasn't in the right place for the quick fix to be able to just slip into place, if you see what I mean. So for me, um, you're right. I had to find that moment that was right. And I think you managed that particularly well. And then, because obviously I think that a lot of people want to pick up the phone and go and get an appointment with somebody straight away as if like it's all just going to happen. But getting me to do the certain exercises before we met, and I think this is important for people out there, that if you choose a therapist, and if they don't unfortunately choose yourself, that they need to get to know that what the person, because you need to be able to really understand the person. Doing the writing thing, etc., etc., was was you know the the, uh, the the seeing my handwriting, but obviously what I'd written as well, because that gives you another insight. But it is important for people out there, it doesn't matter what you do, go to a professional because you could actually save money. So don't buy, buy cheap, buy twice. <laughs> uh, I can honestly say, and, hope that, you know, and that's the great thing about what you do, Catherine, is that, and people out there listening to this, the hypnotherapy is the hypnotherapy doesn't have to be in your own room it can you know be one-to-one and I think I've touched on this earlier on because you can do it by zoom you can do it by whatsapp and it's about as long as we are it's a two-way street and we are willing to let go that's where we get the best help back um, by letting go and allowing you to do your intricate work but you can only do that work if we've given you the right details in the beginning yeah, definitely. And it's about being um, really sure about what it is that you want to achieve, what it is that you want to get out of it. Um, I think, you know, so say if someone wants to quit smoking, that's an obvious one, you want to be smoke-free. But it's about understanding why you want to be smoke-free. What will that mean for you? What will that mean for your future? What will that mean for your family? What will that mean for your health? And, you know, that kind of ripple effect. All, all of these changes, they um, can have a, a profound effect, not just on yourself, but everyone around you. So to me, if you decide to make a positive change for yourself, that's just going to compound throughout your family because if you're feeling better and well and positive within yourself, you're then going to reflect that back in your family dynamics with the people in your home. You're responding positively to them. They're going to then reflect that back to you and that positive loop then continues. They go about their day spreading that positivity and that to me is what it's all about. I think that a lot of the positivities, but you have to want to do it as well. I think a lot of people don't realise that we all need help, and but you have to want it as well. Um, you, you've got to, you've got to want it. That you've got to want it as well. But you've got to also see the praise for it. And I think a lot of people don't really understand that even something like that may come to you about smoking, for instance, or whether it's chocolate. You know, it's it's an addiction, 
and, and addictions are um, I think sometimes we deal with addictions in, in, a, in, in, in the wrong way it's almost why why do we feel that it's an addiction why is it that we feel that we need to engulf a whole bar of chocolate why do we feel that we need to light a cigarette up in the morning or you know we walk through the front door and have to go oh why do we feel that we have to have um a drink you know an alcoholic drink and someone like yourself who can help change that mindset and and just changing that um the way i put it is this the people out there lots of people will go to work and as i said to you I think one of them is you drive to work and you're on autopilot okay you get in your car start it up drive down the road turn left turn right straight down you keep going and then one day you go to work and it's all oh, they're digging the road up there's a diversion and the diversion goes on for three weeks after the third week you are so used to driving that diversion that you forget that the normal route that you used to take is back so it takes so many days to it takes is to perform a habit the same amount of time as it probably takes to break a habit that's a really interesting one habits are fascinating to me in fact there's um a guy i think his name's bj fogg who's written a book about um habits that's really worth checking out if you're interested in those things it can take a lot of time and i think there's various schools of thought on whether it's something like 12 days some people say 18 days to create new patterns and habits patterns of behavior with hypnosis we can collapse habits instantly we can literally create a new neural pathway so that that habit is gone you mentioned before triggers a lot of these things are triggered responses we create our own anchors towards certain things so like you mentioned about walking through the front door i used to watch um oh, i better not say who it is lots of people can relate to this i'm sure they walk through the front door of their mother's house and they go straight to the fridge because maybe as a child they came in from school and just opened the fridge door you know and it just becomes this thing that you do this is another reason i love working with people online is we can collapse certain triggers and triggers that they might have around their own home whilst they're actually in their home and then create a new much more helpful um, behavior in its place and some of these triggers need to be reaffirmed i mean when i you know listen to, to people trying to break the habit of uh, chocolate and you know it's creating a different image in your mind that when you see the chocolate actually go actually i don't want to eat that and and you're right and that's the great thing about hypnosis is that hypnosis can have an extremely quick profound effect that you know people could actually walk out and go well I, 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 why am i why am i going to light up a cigarette what's that for and it's actually just boom it's creating that diversion you know trying to focus on on other things trying to focus on being happy but it's again how will these things benefit it isn't just about benefiting that one person because if that one person either myself is feeling better then everyone around you is better and everyone around them is better and and what you'll find is that you will actually touch you won't realize it at first but you do touch on a lot more people yeah it's that ripple effect um interestingly my, my husband's just walked in the room where i am it's, we have this open plan house we have a new kitten um he came into our lives a straight kitten um two weeks ago tomorrow uh, we think he was about four weeks old poor little thing was abandoned with his brother and sister and um just to talk about you know the kind of the ripple effect before i became a hypnotherapist i wasn't you know that happy in my in my work in my job and i can definitely vouch for my husband can see such a change in me because now i'm so fulfilled by the work that i do 
I have so much more energy and vibrancy, which I then bring to our relationship and to our home and our dynamic and everything just spirals up from that point of positivity. Does that make sense? makes sense and what's interesting about that if I talk about that with the improv's process of law of attraction or, or whatever you made it you took a leap of faith and you made a decision because there was a point to where you went enough's enough you made a decision and you made a change because what you were living was living in the uncomfortable and you weren't happy you made that decision you didn't know how, but you made that decision. The point I make to this, this is what I, I enjoy with the podcast and people that I talk with, it's trying to find out where there's always a point in somebody's career where they've changed and they took a leap of faith. They didn't know how it was going to end up. They didn't know, but they had a vision in their head of something they'd like to do. But having the courage to go, this is not for me. We can all press, which is what I've mentioned earlier on about pressing the reset button. This isn't for me, and I want to live my life. And I had a conversation with, with somebody the other day, and I said to them, but being selfish is not what people think it is. Being selfish is living the life that you don't want to live because you're living the life that somebody else wants you to live. And when I came back from the island and a few other things happened, and I obviously with certain things I'm not going to digress on at the moment, but my wife turned around and said to me, I want the old Warren back. But the old Warren was the one that was putting up with things. So therefore, I was putting up things because it made your life comfortable. But... I'm unhappy and it's making my life uncomfortable because I'm putting up with things to make you happy and nobody else is actually taking any thought for me. And then sometimes we just got to take that control back and you made a decision that life had to change. You completely changed career. I've done it several times actually. I apologize if you can hear, I think someone's mowing the lawn or something. <laughs> the windows are open. Um, and uh, yeah, I've changed direction a few times and I have to be honest, that's something that I have struggled a little bit with myself, um, you know, in terms of the expectations that maybe parents have for you. Um, I've, I've got quite a lot of qualifications. I, I, I love an exam. <laughs> Everyone teases me, I'm like the world's best um, exam passer. Um, and then I went into teaching, I think because I loved school and I was an academic and I loved passing exams and studying and all of those things it took a lot of courage for me to leave the teaching profession um, I have absolutely no regrets about my decision to become a teacher um, I have no regrets about my decision either to leave um, I did it for a short period of time I met some really amazing people I um, learned a lot about myself and I know that my career as a hypnotherapist, you know, the leap from school teacher to singing teacher to hypnotherapist is not, it's not very big and I, what I've discovered is that actually there's quite a lot of hypnotists who have a background in performance or um, theatre, there's a few who are musical as well. Um, with a singing background because a lot of the time it's about manipulation of the voice um, it, it just fascinates me it just fascinates me but you're right it does take courage to, to make those changes and I think one of the important things is about people taking responsibility for their own lives we all know so many people who are just content to be miserable and I've realised that there are some people who are never happier than when they're miserable and it's about taking ownership and going, okay, so these are my circumstances and I'm not happy with X or Y. Well, it is my responsibility to do something about that for myself and for my family and friends, like everyone in my life. Because if you're negative and feeling really down, you're just going to drag everyone down with you. Absolutely. And I, I, I couldn't agree with that anymore. And I, 
I think maybe I'm not sure if people understand because obviously this this when the podcast you know people can listen to this worldwide and if people have a look at uh, I used to I mean I've actually been we all have our ups and downs I've had my highs I've had my lows I've had my you know had my crashes whatever it's been but I'm human and I'm not afraid to and I'm not afraid to admit that if you'd asked me 20 years ago about depression or mental health I'd have just said what are we talking about that's just all rubbish I know because I've been there and it's a helter-skelter and but the only person that can ever help yourself is yourself however we need people like yourself with hypnosis to give us the tools to be able to put the hooks in to create the stop to stop that spiral and that's why we need those those trigger points but our life what we do through our life and the things that we do is our life lessons that we can take forward into other professions and that's why you can't unless you've been there you can't talk about something you can't give advice about something because you haven't physically been there or been involved in it and we talk about golf we talk about sport how can you tell somebody how what sort of the best way to kick a football if you if you're teaching basketball well, you don't kick a ball in basketball so 100 percent i agree you know that and this is where things like hypnosis plays people the power of hypnosis is what it can actually do in in triggering you into changing how you look at something in a very 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 short space of time if not almost immediately is, is incredible but it's not something that people can pick up it's something that you have to learn and i think someone you know with you um part of people that you have to be committed there's, there's no point in being and i think there's a lot of people out there i'm fortunate i met you but there's a lot of people out there who are uh, claiming to be hypnotherapists but they're only interested in what they're doing. They're not actually committed. Whereas you are committed into what you I think. Sorry, I cut you off then. I think one of the major things that makes me totally understand my path from, you know, I've gone via some financial careers as well, but the pathway from teacher to hypnotherapist is, like you said, there are a lot of hypnotists and hypnotherapists out there who might get a bit carried away with their own brilliance um, and my, so my background in teaching was I was a high school music teacher, drama teacher, at times a dance teacher so you know all things performing arts and theatrical. The best teachers are focused on their students you know so it wasn't about me look at me and what I can do and everybody listen to me singing and now I'm going to show you these amazing dance moves it was about my students and what they could do and what I could bring out of them. And the same with hypnosis. It's all client-centered and it's tailored to the client and it's about the person. It's not about me. It's not about what I can give you. Okay, I can show you tools, but it's how you use them. Um, one of the great analogies that one of my other mentors uses is you know, you can't buy a hammer from B&Q and then take it back and say, oh, this doesn't work. It's how you use it. That, that's, that, and that, that's a fantastic analogy, yeah. I Actually, you've touched on something there, and I bet you were great at, 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 you know, with, with your teaching, and I think that, again, each role and how we develop and how we evolve in life, and I think that's a lot of things that... There's a lot of people out there, just before I go back to that, there's a lot of people out there who I'll touch on evolving in a, in a, in a minute, but you mentioned something, and, and my wife um, is actually a teacher, is actually a hairdresser, but she's also a teaching hairdresser. You actually nailed it, and I always wonder why. She is a phenomenal hairdresser, but she has a way with her students, okay? And you've just nailed it because it's never about, she never, anything's about her. She focuses, and, and I know that she's had so many troubled students with attitude and she's absolutely flipped them around 
and and I gotta be you know say this to her, they, they 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 these students and this isn't just like one year, this has been like for 15, 16 years. They absolutely think the world of her because she comes in, she'll say to them, well, "It's all right, you can have your attitude, but if you think you're going to walk out of here with a career with that attitude, you've got two things. So you can either work with me and let me help you, and you'll be grateful, or you might as well leave now." And I think that what you help with is in hypnosis, is that you help people with the ability, because we all have the ability to accept or reject. So sometimes we need a trigger point. I mean, explain, so explain trigger points to people. Um, so I guess certain situations can trigger um, learned habits and behaviors. So for example, um, the person who um, gets in from a hard day at work on a Friday and the first thing they do is crack open a beer because it's Friday and that's what they do. So maybe that trigger is, <sighs> I've left, you know, shut the door, left work behind me, it's Friday. But have they actually stopped to ask themselves, do I really want this? And how many people do we know who, you know, I work up a lot of the time with weight loss clients, um, which is linked to the work I do with IBS and digestion issues. Some of the times, you know, people are going, I'm eating this, I'm eating this chocolate, but I don't even really want it. And yet I'm eating it anyway and I've finished the whole bar. You know, we get in the way of ourselves and perhaps that trigger is an argument with your spouse. Or perhaps that trigger is, um, one lady I'm working with at the moment, it's whenever she's on her own, if her fiance goes out and she's on her own, her immediate thing is comfort eat. And so maybe loneliness is, is her trigger. The trigger can be an, an emotional response. But we learn, we can learn new ways um, to change our emotional state. And we can learn it, we can change our emotional state internally, rather than looking for external factors, alcohol, sugar, cigarettes, whatever it may be. And we, we learn to manage it within ourselves. And that is the thing that, you know, I, I have come back to hypnosis time and time again. And so many times that I was then going, I'm, I need to do this. I'm going to become a hypnotherapist because I want to do all of this for myself and then for other people. It's that learning that you had it within you all along. There was no magic potion. There was no prescription of drugs. There was no um, operation I needed to get over my IBS. No. And, and you managed to overcome it by using hypnotherapy. And I think that a lot of people don't, are misunderstood about if you put your mind to it, you can achieve it. And I think that, you know, with your mind to things, that how powerful our subconscious mind is, our body is naturally healing. Absolutely. Our body will produce these chemicals for ourselves. The other thing to remember as well that I've learned through my trainings is we are programmed to focus on the negative. Our brains are actually wired that way. And that's meant to keep us alive. You know, when we were um, cavemen and women, we were wired to spot out the negative, which might potentially kill us. So we have our brains don't actually work for us necessarily because we are all pre-programmed to focus on the negatives so we have to rewire our own brains to focus on the positive and once you can do that your perspective on everything can change so would you say that that's part of our one of our oldest paradigms that is fight or fright you know do you yes, definitely. do you run and that you know that's how I'm, I'm I see that is there are so many things that we get we don't realize that are actually and maybe on our parents it's not no blame to us but I don't think our parents or our parents parents ever realize what they were actually telling us and saying to us to how it actually affects you down the line how it affects things um, for your children and your children's children 
you know, and you could pick up something at the at the dinner table. And one, as you said, Pete, you walk in through the door, you go into your mum's house, and the first thing you do, you look in the fridge. You know, it, it's a, and one of the worst things is like, you know, my mother always saying to me, "Oh, eat up your food." You know, there's starving children around the world. Well. <laughs> It, did it make you appreciate it? It did just, but it stopped you from actually thinking of allowing your mind. And this is something I think with hypnotherapy, with people who have heat, possibly have heat eating disorders. Does it help you pick up your mind to be saying, actually, I need to eat slower, so I can understand when my stomach is telling my brain that enough's enough. I'm full. It's an interesting thing because you know all of these things are interlinked and we've talked about you know modern western cultures all of that i I think is linked as well so yes maybe lots of people brought up to say you know you must clear your plate because there are lots of starving children in the world and you know you've got to be grateful for everything that you have i hope i think there's a little bit more awareness about that now with parents and the newer generations because certainly I, I was brought up to clear my plate and I have had a weight issue um, in the past. Um, you know, I grew up with an overweight child and into my teens. And, you know, we we start, we, we turn off that signal from our brain to say that we're full. You know, if that's switched off in that imprint phase, that um, zero to seven years old phase, if you learn to just ignore that signal, after a while you won't hear it knocking and so with hypnosis we can tune back in to our bodies and start listening to those signals and start really thinking about actually do I want the beer or do I want the cigarette or do you know really actually just becoming in tune with yourself how many of us are eating on the go eating in front of the tv and you know just not taking time no, to actually also um, listen to their bodies. And I think if, you know, that sugar rush, I think there was a saying, um, changed if you do and changed if you don't, um, is it, you know, is it, is it, so you've got to make these changes, but of course, but the first of all, you have to become aware. And I think part of the other thing is also potentially becoming aware that you actually have a problem. It's interesting, isn't it? We have this gene in my family, it's so funny. My nana, my mom, and I are literally the world's slowest eaters. Like, <laughs> I don't know how I was ever an overweight child because I always ate slowly, but um, but I do taste my food. And I'm sure that also helped me get out of the IBS thing because I at least give myself time to digest food. And so many people just like wolf it down and. You know, no wonder the bodies can't digest it. You know, if you've got stress running through your veins, maybe you're eating on the way to a meeting or something, your body's going through fight or flight, that adrenaline, cortisol rush. It's, you need, in order to digest, you need to rest, rest and digest. And the, and the thing is with that is that, and I think if anybody out there, listeners out there is that, you know, we have to remember that we were given teeth but that's where you know someone like you know what you do at triggering the brain to be able to and as you say in some cases it can be really profound that it'll be an instant well I'm not touching that anymore yeah it can be and certainly with weight loss with with weight loss it, it can be a slower process because obviously we do have to eat to live you know with smoking we just switch that off food needs to be a part of our daily lives um, and also nobody gains excess weight overnight it's going to take some new patterns of behavior and it takes time for those patterns of behavior and consistency for you then to see you know the results however one of the brilliant things about hypnosis is that you can have weight loss without the reliance on willpower because willpower does deplete uh, willpower will eventually run out whether that's over a certain period of weeks months or even throughout the day I know for myself my willpower like I do everything that I need to do in the day early I'm an early riser because my willpower just plummets throughout the day as my I get tired 
only because I get up at 5 a.m. <laughs> Not on a Saturday. <laughs> but weight loss, so many people think, no, I can do this. I, I, you know, I've got this and I just use willpower. Actually, it takes such a lot of energy to use that willpower and it will run out. Um, what I find is it's still working with self and self-confidence because if I've built the client up to have self-esteem and they're learning to manage their mindset and come at everything from a place of self-care and self-love, then they're not looking to change their emotional state by going, you know, effort and reaching for the bar of chocolate because they're already in that positive place. And then by the time they've been doing this for a period of weeks, that idea of someone who just gorges on a whole family bag of crisps, it's no longer con congruent with who they are, if that makes sense. Yeah. It just, oh. it's not, it's no longer a fit for them. So they don't have that urge. And it, 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 that's interesting that you know, to, it's no longer a fix for them. Uh, and, and you're right, they don't have that urge. And, you know, if I, if I think some people out there may have fallen into that trap of, um, this, you know, there, there's this thing, usually things are triggered by things that are making you uncomfortable in life. Yeah, we self-soothe. We self-soothe. And the very first thing we, we learn really as a baby is, you know, oh, the baby's crying. What do we do? Feed it. But that's where we need people like yourself who's a coach in in the fact of reaching the mind in the way the mind works so that we can and this is where hypnotherapy is just a, a fabulous thing because it can be such a vitally effective tool if people out there actually just had a bit of faith in it but they've got to come to you with faith so anybody out there listening Catherine too is a fantastic hypnotherapist and as I say she is available online via zoom or by whatsapp um, but you can also see her on YouTube now so you know so many of you can actually capture uh, Catherine on YouTube because she's a, a about seven or eight short videos uh, explaining to you about hypnosis and also with Catherine to hypnotherapy YouTube account you actually also talk about yourself in there as well and that's the great thing about it because you're actually laying yourself bare on on the line and I think that's a that's also a magnanimous thing because and it's like me I'm not you asked me at the beginning of our original talk were you able to you know did you mind me talking about me coming to you not at all and I think if we lay things out there people shouldn't feel unconfident about picking up the phone sending an email making contact with you what have you got to lose people out there listening to this you may not get the fix in one go anybody out there check into Catherine Tui uh, hypnotherapy that's Tui spelled T-O-O-H-E so that's Catherine with the spelt with a K as well so Catherine Tui um, and you can find her online um, and I say you, I'm, I hope you've enjoyed listening to part of the podcast now there are other things I want to touch on in, a, in another session with you about about uh, the podcast so thank you for today and again you can find me at Warren Beckwith on Instagram or you can find me on my YouTube account uh, Warren Beck Beckwith on YouTube and Twitter and all the other various and Facebook as well thank you for listening today and uh, we'll be back to you very soon with the next uh, episode Thank you.